Once again, it's time to visit your favorite neighbor and mine, the crusty but kindly Betty Cupcake Crawford, broadcasting on the radio waves of your imagination. Help yourself to a cup of coffee or some tea, and join us for a morning respite. And now here's your host, Betty Cupcake Crawford. Good morning, dear hearts. The thunderheads are fierce. It's a wild and woolly morning here. And as the ink spots and Ella Fitzgerald used to sing, Into each life some rain must fall, but too much is falling in mine. I don't mean to be a sad sack today, but when so many neighbors are having a rough time, I think we should pay attention. Don't you? My mailbox is filled with letters from listeners both near and far. For example, Velma Rogers from South Hyacinth writes, Betty, I've been struck the last few days by the air of fear and sometimes almost desperation that I'm seeing everywhere, often showing up as anger, irritability, and stress. With my husband unemployed and extended benefits ending this calendar year, we feel it ourselves. Will he find a job by the end of the year? He's looking every day, but at this point, there's literally nothing out there. Nothing. And Bernina Rueda from nearby Codswallop writes, Betty, please help us find ways to get the politicians to take our lives seriously. Life just feels like one exhausting, lousy piece of bad news after the other. I got laid off from my job after 11 years. Not because my performance was bad. My evaluations were always excellent. But they said I was outsize on the pay scale, meaning they were going to dump me and hire somebody new for much less. Somebody who, just like me, is also desperate for work. Now my family is struggling to keep our health coverage, and I'm trying to find another job at some kind of livable wage, but even fast food chains have dozens of applications for every opening. Plus, my old employer has denied my claim for unemployment. I feel like we're all drowning in a sea of who cares about you, and the waves just keep getting bigger and bigger. Well, Bernina and Velma, I know this doesn't sound like much, but I care, and so does Backwater Bay. We're seeing the same thing here, too. The fear and stress and uncertainty are not just hurting us as individuals, it's affecting our whole society, transforming us into a nation of people who scream at each other or feel so overwhelmed and helpless that we retreat to our own isolated world. It's not the politicians and pundits and rich folks who are hurting. Yet that's the real test of both community and government, isn't it? When ordinary folks, especially poor folks, but also middle-class people, are in free fall because of economic policies that favor the rich. Do you just cast all those folks adrift or provide protection in the big storms and high waves? When the going gets tough, do we as a society lend a helping hand or just look out for ourselves while our neighbors drown? Now, Velma said she and her husband have decided to work really hard to help their family make it through, emotionally as well as financially while also helping others and working to create some moments of joy rather than living forever trapped in fear and anxiety. Well, that's a spirit, Velma. Now is the time for all of us, 
our communities, and our local, state, and federal governments to make a special effort to care for one another so we can all come through hard times together. Not just with charity, either, but lasting help, like jobs and health care that doesn't go south on you in a minute, and good education available to all our children, and ongoing support for our elders and the infirm and people with disabilities. These are not just private responsibilities, but public ones, too. In accepting them, we acknowledge and, I'm just going to say it, honor our common humanity. And you all know what President Franklin Delano Roosevelt once said. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. He wasn't saying we should deny hard times or that there's never any reason to be scared. He was saying there's no fear that can defeat us if we stand together and help one another through tough times and help make sure ordinary folks aren't permanently trapped in poverty. Or, as we say here in Backwater Bay, kindness and good neighborliness are not for the faint-hearted. Please visit our blog page at backwaterbay.com to find a few suggestions on what we can all do to help each other out and our nation. And while you're there, drop us a line and give us your suggestions for how we can be helping one another through these tough times. Well, I certainly have been on my soapbox, so while I climb down, I'm going to say hi to our announcer and my friend, Todd Glimmer. Morning, Betty. Todd, you've been a radio announcer for a long time now, haven't you? Almost 30 years. That's a long time. Here's what I've been thinking about. It seems to me that almost everyone, no matter how much they like their job or how good they are at it, has some little character trait or idiosyncrasy that can amusingly interfere with their ability to do their work. I know I do. Do you have any little traits or little quirks like that that you can share with us? Probably a lot of them. Like what? The one that comes to mind immediately is about reading scripts and other copy. If there's a possible way to misinterpret something, I'll do it, at least the first time I read something. Well, I am flabbergasted. I never knew you had this problem with scripts. I have the same problem reading a newspaper or a sign. I tend to read or hear things very literally, but often in a weird way. Well, that's interesting. Can you give me an example? Okay. There's a new store near my house that has a sign that says, Rent-A-Center, And when I first saw it, I thought, how nice. Here's a place where a person can lease an idea to be the focus of his or her life for a limited period of time. How much cheaper than going to college to fall under the spell of some professor? And how much safer than joining a cult? Todd, honey, that is not exactly... Upon reflection, I realized that it was probably an establishment that rented out appliances and furniture, perhaps to be bought over a period of time on the so-called installment plan. Okay, um, now, I hesitate to ask this, Todd, but uh, do you perhaps have any other examples that might be a little more relevant to us? Well, I remember when I first saw a sign in an airport bathroom that said, Baby Changing Station, and I thought, how wonderful, a place where parents could exchange offspring that might be unsuited to them. Oh, but no, that's not what they For instance, my parents could have traded their manic-depressive, obsessive-compulsive, passive-aggressive baby boy with a family who had a normal child and were looking for something a little more challenging. Challenging? You know, the kind of a couple who had always wanted to climb Mount Everest, parentally speaking. I realized later, of course, that the baby changing station was for changing your own baby's diapers. Uh Uh-huh. I see. I 
I must say, well, I don't really know what to say, Todd, but, but what I will say is that I certainly admire the way your neuroses were so neatly paired and balanced, even at such an apparently early age. Thank you. I think I get that from the obsessive-compulsive side of the family. Mm -hmm. That's nice, dear. I think perhaps we'll just move on. Okay. Hello, everybody. I'm Herb Hatcher, reminding you to go to backwaterbay.com to learn more about our community, where speech is free and we never shut up, especially me. And once again, it's time for Mind Your Manners, where we shine an occasional spotlight on ordinary, everyday ways we can all bring the practice of common courtesy into everyday life. As listeners familiar with us already know, Backwater Bay believes that the failure to treat one another with simple courtesy is a growing problem. What we say and do affects others, for better or for worse, and it might as well be for better. This morning, let's take note of something many of us have encountered, if not literally run into. I speak, of course, of the rogue shopping cart, carelessly cast adrift in the parking lot at the supermarket or big box store. How many times have you spotted the perfect parking place only to find it occupied by an errant shopping cart? How many times have you been walking to your car only to realize the parking lot has a slight incline and a freelance shopping cart is rolling menacingly toward you? And just the other day, having narrowly escaped just such a rundown in the local grocery parking lot, I saw a cart shoot by me just as someone was backing out of their space. Yes, it's a sad, senseless story repeated hundreds of thousands of times daily in communities large and small. And it can all be prevented if each of us just takes a minute to properly place the cart in one of those convenient cart caddies in the parking lot, or, even more thoughtfully, rolls it right back to the store. Remember, an unsupervised shopping cart is everybody's problem. It's your choice. Mayhem or manners. Nuff said. And now, before I forget, here's an important public service announcement. This is Constable Aurelia Gold reminding local listeners that this weekend is Backwater Bay's annual Prepared for Community Disaster Drill. If you have not already picked up your role assignment and job description, please stop by the library to do so before Saturday morning. Those who do not already have hard hats or helmets can stop by Cary White High School on Friday evening to pick up a lunar cooking pot to wear over your head when we simulate the large-scale rubble collapse. remember that this year you are asked to leave your large rubber mallets at home. Experience has taught us that they cause nothing but trouble. Let's make this the very best disaster drill Backwater Bay has ever had. Well, I see that according to Tempest, our community's resident time-telling goose, it's time to say goodbye for today. 
We enjoyed having you stop by and hope you will sit down at the kitchen table with us again real soon. Remember, every word you say to or about somebody else travels far and wide, and it takes on a life of its own. It will touch people you never imagined in ways you never expected, for either better or worse. So choose your words carefully and try to be kind. For Backwater Bay, I'm Betty Cupcake Crawford saying, You have a good day, dear one, and if you do, I will too. Speech is free, so are we, and we never shall.